Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into another episode of the Vigilant Sports Pacers podcast. I'm Scott Agnes. Special guest here today. Join with former Pacers sideline reporter and host Brooke Olsen Dam, who's back home, back west, and working for the Trailblazers now as their sideline reporter and host. Brooke, how's it going? It's going good. It's nice to hear your voice. I, you know, <laughs> I guess talk to you. I put that in air quotes because we're always tweeting each other, but I haven't actually spoken to you for a long time. So it's nice to actually, like I said, hear your voice and and catch up, and I get to see some of the old crew tonight, so it's, it's kind of fun, you know, being here in Portland and then seeing my, my, my old buddies. Uh, it's going to be fun for me tomorrow night during the game, and of course they got in today, so I'm going to see a few of them tonight too, so it's a fun time to, to be me right now. I'm looking forward to it. The crazy thing I was thinking about, Brooke, though, was you had Paul George still from the team, and then kind of Lavoy Allen, he was there for like two months, but that's right. about it. There's been such changeover with this Pacers team. Oh my gosh! I, you know, of course, I've been reading up, and I follow the Pacers just as much as you know. I felt like I follow the Blazers too, just because you know I was invested uh, in that team and all the fans with all the fans for so long that I always want to check in and see how they're doing. But yeah, it's, it's a, there's a lot of changes, um, but lots of them have been good. I've been following you guys. That one over the Clippers was huge, and uh, of course, I you know you'd like to see Paul George get back on the floor, but. Uh, doing big things that Rodney Stuckey too. Yeah, it's it's a whole it's a very different team, but even the coaching some of the coaching staff. So uh, I still feel like I I know the heart of the team. It's just a lot of different pieces in it now. Yeah, and you're working with a familiar face, Evan Turner, who was on that stretch, and then a couple other guys people would be familiar with, uh, Noah Vonley from IU, and then the kind of mm-hmm. the the two up and comers, Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. What's that like for you? Oh, it's been fantastic. And Damian Lillard is. Uh, truly a class act, not just a great player, but it's been really interesting to just watch how he's handled um, this stardom. You know, he, he started right away in his first year, of course, getting Rookie of the Year and was kind of thrown into the fire. But after LaMarcus Aldridge left, uh, he really, of course, become the identity, the face of the team. Um, such a fantastic leader and a great guy in the community. You, know, you hear that thrown around a lot, but he really has embraced Portland. They've embraced him. He wants to remain here. He wants to be a trailblazer for life, and he gives back so much. It's, it's just been watching him with the fans and just the way he kind of holds himself. It's been really impressive to me. And then you mentioned CJ, too, who just uh, you saw last year. It was um, unbelievable, most improved on the year, and he continues to improve this year. He's um, one of the guys that really comes out of the gate firing this season so far. He's been the early scorer, which has been needed because the Blazers have had some slow starts as a team. So that's been fun. And Evan Turner... Yeah, I, I was looking forward to that when I heard uh, when it was announced he signed. I'm like, wow, this will be interesting because you guys remember. I know he was there not not for a very long time, but you kind of got a, a feel for Evan Turner. He's he says what he whatever he wants to. You know, he's out there. There's no filter. Which for media, that's fun because you ask him a question, you know, you're going to get a great soundbite. But you know, I was just w- curious how he would kind of fit into this group who already has very strong identity, and it's been impressive to see. He's done a good job. It's 
he's still, and he'll admit it, that he's still assimilating into how things are done and kind of figuring out his role. But um, he's fit in with the team dynamic very well, very quickly. Uh, he's, it seems like he's you know been a part of the team forever now. But he's still kind of just trying to figure out some of the schemes and the offensive plays, and he, he'll, he, he'll get there. He's getting there. He's such a playmaker. I guess I didn't get to – maybe you know you have different players, kind of their roles are different on certain teams, and I didn't get a chance to really see that in Indiana as much. Um, he's been kind of pushed into the limelight here pretty quickly because – of his playmaking skills. So that's something I've been appreciating watching this season so far. Um, he's just, you know, a great athlete. He, he's still working on his jump shot. And as the, and I'm sure we'll talk about the defense. Everyone's kind of working on their defense too. But he's really fitting quite well, and he's only going to improve in that area because he wants to. And he's, the guys know that they kind of have to assimilate to him too. So they're all working on kind of, finding their, their place, and Evan's going to get there, and he's getting closer. It was for just such a short time, but I, I enjoyed working with Evan. A lot of the fans, though, yeah. their perspective is different. They they associate the downfall of that season with Evan coming in, and so I don't think they really mm-hmm. gave him a chance, but I, I thought Evan's, for you, he's perfect, as you said, because you never know what he's going to say. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we, we were in New York uh, last week, was a week and a half, and um, he it was after the first game. They, so they beat Brooklyn and then went on to lose the Knicks. But after this game, I, I, Brooklyn, I'm in the locker room, and he's got this outfit on. I, I, I mean, I can't, I, I can't even give it, do it justice on radio, of course, but he, on your podcast. But he had this like black kind of sequiny jacket sort of deal, all this you know crazy. And I asked him, I was like, "Would you plan this? And this is something. This is a special outfit you got on. Is this this for New York?" He's like, and. Is, like real quick and just like yeah absolutely you got to bring it in new york you have to bring your best stuff you know i i was getting i was packing i was saying this is new york i gotta i gotta bring it so it's just the funny stuff like that and he's just like i said you, you'll, you'll always get it straight from the truth from him there's there's no dancing around it which i always enjoy you know it's, it's nice to talk to a guy that doesn't give you a canned answer and oh my goodness it's so refreshing yeah yeah absolutely it's, he's not your go-to fashion source like it was jan mahimi years ago was he i can't imagine oh, that you know, I, I miss Jan Mahimi. He's that guy. He, he just a, what a wonderful man. Right? I, I love him so much. So great to talk to, and always just such a gentleman, you know. And, and of course, very well dressed to boot. But, always to um, the nines. Yep. Uh, yeah, to the nines, and he always pulled it off so well. He can wear anything and just looked so dapper. But on top of that, just one of the nicest guys I think I've ever covered. We talk with players all the time and coaches about facing their former team. What are your emotions here with the Pacers in town? I mean, it's kind of it's kind of funny. Like, you know, last two years I worked for CSN and I worked on the pre and post game show, but I wasn't a Trailblazers employee as I am now. They hired me this year as their full blown sideline reporter, but I, I so I was still, you know, part of the Blazers team, but not necessarily as much as I am now. So it's interesting. Um, there's a little more invested, of course, now. So it's 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 a weird deal because I still feel like you know, some some of the Pacers, you know, employees are just family to me and always will be. So it's it's kind of funny. It's it's a weird. It's a good feeling, but it's 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 a little odd. You know, I can get yeah. why why players would have kind of a weird feeling when they go to play in their their old team. And I mean, I was there for three years, so it wasn't like it was a quick stop for me. You know, I, I lived there. I embraced it. I the players and coaches, and like I said, a lot of the employees are I'm still very close to. So it's 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 interesting. It's cool that, like I mentioned, I get to see some of them, and I still, of course keep tabs on, on the team so it'll be interesting but the, the I think the weirder part for me will be going to Indiana the next week 
and being, you know, being there and not, you know, in my old seat, that'll be kind of... How many pictures will you have to take? I can imagine a line around area... (laughs) What was Area 55? G2 Zone's gone. Area 55's gone. Those guys aren't here anymore. That breaks my heart. That, that, I swear, that was like, that was like... They loved you. a team member. I love them, too. Those were true, true blue fans. I mean, I, I loved going up and seeing them when we didn't, you know, when the game was a national game and we didn't have to do much for it. I, I always tried to get up there and say hi because those guys, I mean, they got there early, stayed late. Uh, they, their outfits were always amazing to me, how they get so decked out. I, I loved it. I, <laughs> I wish that was still there. I mean, I know the fans are still, you know, part of it, but that was a pretty, that was a pretty cool deal. Um, but, yeah, that, I'll probably, I hope to take a lot of pictures, but I hope people will still... Like me, so you know, I hope they still like me. I don't think you have to worry about that one bit. I think people are probably anticipating this, and I hope it's not the highlight of the night, though I'm worried because the Pacers will be on the second night of a back-to-back, so you never know. Oh, that's true. Those are, you know, and those are tough as, you you know, you follow a team and you're with them. You you know, you hear a lot, well, these guys, this is their job, you know, they they shouldn't get tired, but with the traveling, back-to-backs can really take it out, and it's very clear when you're watching a team, you can tell... They're just like a step behind sometimes on the second night of back-to-back, really depending on if there's travel in between as well. So that, that's, a, that's a legit thing. I mean, it's not just, you know, they need to get out there and play, you know, 100%. Of course they're going to try and give it the effort, but sometimes, you know, like any, any job, you just kind of get tired. Back, second night of a back-to-back, you can definitely see it. So we'll see. But that's going to be a fun game for me either way. Be honest, how much did you miss the chartered flights? It was I missed him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. I a lot. And um, I mean, it's just so it's so nice, but you you get spoiled, you know. And it, and then when you fly to see your family over the break, and you, you know, you're standing in line at Southwest in the sea line, you're like, oh, I really <laughs> missed that jet. <laughs> um, it's nice. So I, I I have my own row. We have this uh, kind of a, a new plane that it's it's pretty sweet. I mean, I'll, I'll even even the old, you know the ones that you sat by someone, I didn't care. I still had a great seat and you know food, and it was wonderful and. You know, it's it has its perks, but now I even have my own seat. It's just it's I'm getting spoiled. It, uh, anyone says the perks of of flying on the team aren't that great, they're crazy. They are, so they're worth it. More than just fans wanting to keep up with and follow Damian Lillard, your broadcast team, at least for me. It has become a league pass broadcast that I want to tune into often. And that's led by Kevin Calabro, the veteran play-by-play guy. He's from Indianapolis, graduated from Ben Davis High School. How have you enjoyed working with him each game? Uh, a dream. He was someone I got, I got to work with, and it was like one of those things. Like about ten years ago, I did a college football sideline uh, for University of Washington, and Kevin was in the booth. And I remember thinking, I cannot believe this is happening. This is this is unbelievable. I mean, I grew up listening to him, and I you know still still did and and watching him. And you know, you did radio the last couple of years. I'd listen to those. He's just I mean, he's an icon in this area. I have to believe in all of the NBA, uh, in, my, in my personal opinion, his voice is like no one's I've ever heard. I mean, it's, it's, it's magnificent. Just yeah. emotion. It's it's so it's so wonderful, and I get to listen. You know, I have it in my ears the whole game. And sometimes I find myself just kind of like lost in it, like, wow, that was such a great call. Wait, what's going on? Because you just appreciate, you know, someone who's so great at their craft. But yeah, this is a true true highlight of my career, being able to say I'm, I'm working with Kevin Calabro. It's it's been a dream. He's a true professional. And, you know, they were, they had, he had, had, he did not personally, but, you know, he came to to Portland and just to give you a little bit of backstory, I know, you know, it, Scott, but maybe some other people don't, that he was the voice of the Sonics for so long. And there, there was a lot of, there there was no love lost between the Sonics and the Blazers. They were definitely rivals. Um, and Portland kind of always felt like a little brother a little bit. 
And so it was kind of an interesting dynamic when he was first hired. You know, he had the, the true forever Blazers fans like, wait a second, that's the voice of the Sonics. But, you know, people are coming around, and he's 100%, you know, in, in Portland. He's here. He's, he's loving the team. You know, he's, he's working so hard to make sure he knows everything about him, putting in the effort, putting in the research, all the work. And, he, and it's just, I think it's a, a gift that, you know, they have this guy to, to call their game. So it's, it's, it's now you know, everyone's kind of getting used to and getting to really appreciate what he can bring. So it's been phenomenal for me. You've been one of several female sportscasters head out west. First Ashley Adamson, then you, yeah. then Amanda Maynard, and you guys kind of reunited as I believe she's on like the pregame, postgame broadcast. Well, she took my old job. It was so great. It was phenomenal. I mean, when I was when I was offered the the gig at uh, the Trailblazers, uh, you know, I was going back and forth, and, you know, kind of just decided. You know, there's factors with, it. of course, it's an amazing job. But you got travel in there too. So with any opportunity, you just kind of sit down and pros and cons and. And then I was thinking, you know, this, you know, CSN family that I worked for before, so great, one of the best I've ever worked with, and they're, you know, you, you're going to miss those those people too. So I'm going back and forth, and I'm thinking, well, Amanda's here, and I know that she'd come in and talk to a few people at CSN, and mm-hmm. she'd just be the perfect fit because you know she moved out here uh, with her her boyfriend is the voice of the Timbers, the soccer team here, and so she's got so much talent. I mean, she could do anything, and so I'm thinking, wow, this is a really perfect opportunity. I'll take this job that I I'm so excited about. And she's going to be amazing at this one. And I feel like I'm leaving, you know, these people in such great hands because I already know what Amanda can do. So it's been, you know, it's been seamless. And I get to see her all the time, you know, where we're it's games before and, and I steer her throughout the game. And then she goes and, and you know, does some stuff post-game. But and I've gone out, you know, out to dinner, hung out with her. And we're, we're just kind of, you know, getting to be Portlanders together. So it's, it's been such a treat to have her here. And she's doing an awesome job on, on the CSN shows for sure. And those following you on Twitter obviously see how you dress alike basically daily, right? It's hilarious. I'm like, come <laughs> on. Like, I see her, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, it, a couple of times it was just like a laugh. And then the, the most recent one, I mean, it wasn't even a red shirt. It was like the weirdest color of red. It was tomato or something. I don't even remember where I got the shirt. She had the exact same shirt on. I mean, the color. And everyone kept saying, you know, you're wearing the same thing as, as Amanda. I'm like, yes, I know. We, it, it's a thing now. So we have a good laugh at that. We probably will tomorrow. A <laughs> couple things, because I know you got to wrap up uh, from a serious standpoint with the Blazers. For Pacer mm-hmm. fans on the outside, what are some storylines that they should be tuning into when they face these two times over the next week? Sure. Well, the number one thing going on right now with the Blazers is uh, they need their improvement that they need to improve on defense as a team. Um, it's it's something they've been talking about. It was rebounding and defense. They've kind of gotten the rebounding under control. They've improved the last few games. But um, this last game against Houston, it was evident that there's lapses in communication defensively. Um, some guys not where they're supposed to be. And, you know, like I said, the communicating isn't there. And it, it was it was blaring, and so they they really addressed it. And they like uh, if, you, if they didn't, uh, if you guys didn't know, we've had two days off. So this is the second day off um, from the last game we played against Houston. So yesterday would be somewhat be considered an off day, but they went to the practice facility early. They stayed late. Uh, it was all defense, all, all practice long. So that is what they they're now truly dedicated to improving that. It has to improve their offense. Is there? I mean, they they can score at will. They, you know, they they shoot the three very well, but. They can't get to that next level unless their defense improves. They say that. They know it. Um, they want to improve. It's, it's not an effort thing. So Damian uh, Lillard recently just said, you know, we need to get a mean streak. You know, we just need to kind of change our identity on defense. And so we're not just an offensive team. We need to really focus on that if we're going to move forward. So they are developing a mean streak defensively, which is something that they, they really need to do. And last year, it took them a while, too. It was a process, and they got much better 
about halfway through the season this year um, because expectations are on this team. Now, last year they were, you know, th- there were none. They everyone was everyone expected them definitely not to make the playoffs, but not even hit 500. So not so many eyes were on them last year when they were having their defensive struggles. This year they are, and so they're really just jumping on it head on, saying this <laughs> this has got to change. So I think that practice yesterday um, was. Was it, was, that's what everyone's talking about here in town right now is that they're, they're definitely focused on it. And hopefully we'll see. I mean, we'll see how it's working out. But the mean streak would be great to see on defense because that's their, that's their number one thing they need to work on. Good deal. Well, you're closer to home, closer to taco time. Enjoy tonight visiting with staffers uh, tonight and tomorrow. And appreciate you fitting me in between appointments on a rare day off. Oh, it's okay. My nails look great. Thanks for letting me get those done. Um, <laughs> I would have done it. I would have. I, I physically couldn't talk to you because you know my hands were so busy. But now they're done, and uh, I'm I'm so glad I got to fit you in because I miss you. It's uh, you're doing great stuff out there. I follow you, and you're working your tail off as you always did. So well done. Thanks, Brooke. We'll see you in a week. I know. I'll see you in a week. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. I look forward to it. You remember Brooke Olsendam. She was with Fox Sports Indiana for several years there as the Indiana Pacers sideline reporter and pregame host. And now she's with the Portland Trailblazers on the broadcast of every single game, which airs on Comcast Sportsnet Northwest. She's closer to home as she grew up in Spokane, Washington, started her career covering the Washington Huskies. And I'm thankful that we were able to get this podcast in before the Pacers and Trailblazers square off twice. There are only two meetings over the next 10 days, November 30th in Portland and then back in Indianapolis on December 10th. It's not ideal timing for the Pacers as they'll be coming off a five-game road trip and be on the second night of a back-to-back playing Friday night in Dallas. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Vigilant Sports Pacers podcast. Subscribe to listen to new and archived episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. And if you have a second, please do me a favor and leave a review for us on iTunes. I'll talk to you again soon.